0: Well, I'm really proud of the football team. Um, as I told them, um, late in the fourth quarter, the defense came over. We were up by 11. And I said, you know, everything everything that happens to you in life happens for a reason prepares you for what's next. And a year ago, you guys had an 11-point lead, had a little bit of adversity, and you, you let them run the ball down the field and score. Duh, duh, duh. And they did, well, they did score. You know, they did play. Um, I thought our guys battled and fought. And a lot of young players came through that, um, you know, just really, really proud of. I, I just want to make sure I say, you know, I went to Baylor in the midst of um, trying times before the transfer portal. I think the man, uh, Coach Braun, is doing a phenomenal job, and uh, that team fights and they compete, and uh, um, we knew we knew it would go all the way down to the end. Um, but I do want to highlight the young players today. You know, James James Williams, who's who's on our scout team. You know, we said, hey, we're going to bring him up for a week. He's an excellent pass rusher and um, um, should tell the guys that we mean what we say. You know, Emmett Johnson as a redshirt freshman, Mackay, Justin Evans Jenkins steps in at guard and then goes to center. Um, really proud of those things. I know on defense we're going to talk a lot about the stats. Um, but, you know, however many sacks, you know, tackles for loss. I was proud of the guys running them down when plays got behind us, getting the ball down, playing another play, and holding it to a field goal. Those of you here, I think I talked the other day, you know, these guys were 70% touchdowns in the red zone. And these guys were one of the best third down teams. And so I knew we were going to have to win third down. I thought the defense did that. Offensively, it was obviously a really, really uh, uh, out of sync night. Uh, A lot of things that that, that happened shouldn't have happened. Um, And so we're just going to have to, you know, the, the key is with a young quarterback, you play through those things. You coach through those things. That first play, you know, it's, it opens up just like we thought. Thomas is open for a touchdown. The ball's a little bit behind. We keep playing. Nice ball's a little bit high. We keep playing. Uh, some balls on the ground. So there's a lot that we have to continue to do. Um, but I do want to tell you, and I want the people in Nebraska to know that uh, I don't do anything theatrical during games. I don't point to the crowd. I don't point to my family. <laughs> but I did point up to Coach Osborne's box because Coach Osborne came in and said, if you guys are going to keep running the Belly G option, you have to run the Belly G pass. And Ron's been telling us that, for, and we've been. Running it, But but uh, we got that turnover and we said, let's run it. And uh, Malachi, that's the route. Uh, that's the route that you run for the love of the game to get everyone else open. And Malachi ran by everybody, ran the belly G option pass, uh, hit it for a touchdown. And so I thought we played like a team. The loss of Billy was devastating tonight. Uh, most of that game plan was built around him. Jaden came in, and we tried to, you know, function the base things. Um, but I was proud of the offensive staff for just continuing to try to find things. But we left a lot out there. So that's a lot that I said. I apologize, but obviously I have some thoughts after that game. But I'll just say this: you know, um, I think we would have lost that game at the beginning of the year. And after all the adversity we've gone through and the toughness we're building, uh, that's a game that we now win. How big was that? You know, for, for Malachi, and do you sense that play was going to be there at some point? No, we actually had another. We had another play that we thought we'd hit him on all week. That play, like I said, he he's running. He's running through the secondary, you know. Like I say, for the love of the game, to open up Bullock and those guys coming back. And you always say, hey, you could be open. Actually, Garrett Maguire said to me, it's going to be open. And I told him he was nuts. And so what I had to say, I was sorry. I was like, Garrett, you were right on the headset after he was open. But to me, it just shows young players making plays. You know, Jalen Lloyd's out there. Jaden Doss is out there. Um, the guys I mentioned are probably missing many more of the young guys out there playing. Principal's out there. Cam's playing. Um, the older guys have done a good job. But um, that's when we practiced, and it came up, and we hit it. How would how you characterize, in your words, the, the overall play of the defense? Um, you know, I thought it was periods dominant, but somewhat spotty in terms of, you know, as I told them at the half, there was like 85 yards rushing at the half. We don't do that. And they did a really nice job off of bye week. They were getting into tackle over and they were finding a way to pin, pin and pull and put a tackle on Quentin Newsome. And, um, and Noose was coming off and setting the edge. You used to be able to cut that guy two years ago. You can't cut him anymore. So they had a couple runs, but um, I thought save that. And, you know, Malcolm's a safety and all of a sudden Tommy Hill gets hurt. Going into half, so Tommy Hilton played the second half. So Malcolm now goes back to corner. And that's the one thing we never wanted to do is move Malcolm from safety to corner in-game. We just went back to Mondo. Tamon did a great job stepping up. But, you know, two big plays. But other than that, I thought the defense, um, I thought they were I thought they were close to dominant uh, at times. When you into the third quarter, you have Brian Cushini's punt, 55 yards. Then you pin them back. I think Jamari got a sack. And then that set you up at the forty-four. How important were those three phases in that compressed part of yeah, time? Man. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the game where we start with the ball on offense on like the plus thirty-five, you know. We seem to have so many that are down in our own one in the first couple of drives and they're always kind of playing with the field tilted. That's how we want to play though. abushini has been a rock star for us pinning the ball down. You know, I, I don't pay attention to punters' averages. I don't pay attention you know, especially when you're punting in this wind here. <laughs> you know it's a windy day. But to make that play, our gunner stepped up um, to get the sack. To get the punt return and then to hit the play right after that. To me, that's how we want to play, and uh, I think the biggest thing, Sam, was our guys were comfortable in that stressful environment. You know, we're not playing great on offense. The ball. And when I say great, like you know, the ball's on the ground when it doesn't have to be. Like I, you know, just Heinrich's a little bit out of sorts, just you know, a little bit jittery, trying to do a little too much, um, and you know what? You hit a play like that, and that just kind of puts you over the edge. So it, it's special teams, offense, defense working together.
1: Whatever status right, it right, right
0: before that. Um, you guys went three and out. It was three quick passes. Um, it was like a fourteen second drive. How do you how do you how do you find that balance between playing the compliment, kind of complementary football that he's talking about with a great punt, a defensive stand that leads to a touchdown, but also having a threat to to pass the ball when your percentages weren't great today. Yeah, um, you know we're we're not gonna we're not gonna we just decided today, like going into the game we weren't gonna play in like in, in fear like we felt like. You know the passes were there a lot of our passes are like hey it's a pass with a quarterback draw or it's a pass with it so the pass might happen and um um, you know i I said at one point like hey you know we're starting to get a little bit like you know we're starting to try to hey run the ball and you know we're, we're better when we're mixing it you know like you know we come out on a wheel route alex is wide open we just didn't quite hit it today right so but i don't know how we'll get better if we don't call it and do it and work through it so i only worry about things like that like three quick passes when our defense is tired when when the time of possession is tilted in our favor, or it's close, it's even, the defense isn't tired. I don't I don't worry about those things. Um, you know, if you if you if I was thinking that way, I probably would I probably just said, hey, run the ball here. We have a lead, but we took the shot to Malachi. We had some other shots in the game that we thought we thought we were going to have. You know, they made a couple plays. So um, I just think we have to continue to be aggressive, and we have to just coach our way and work our way through these phases of, you know what? Like, hey, it's not super pretty right now. Just keep playing. What was the outlook on Billy Camp and Ethan Piper when they went down? Do you have any? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if Billy sounded like maybe he was an MCL. Um, you know, obviously they haven't done any uh, stuff. You know, they let him stay on the sidelines, which is usually a good sign that we'll get him back at some point. Um, again, you know, kind of this week, I think Sam asked me how you know if he had ball to Billy. And we had so much. I can't tell you how much stuff we had set up for Billy. So that really was that was jarring. You know, just to have that happen. Uh, Pipe seemed like it maybe was a little bit worse. So I'm going to wait and see what that is. Um, uh, he seemed like he was in pain. And I hate it for him. He's, like, you know, the heart and soul of our team. So, um, and then Tommy, Tommy was an ankle right before the half. Came out of the half, tested it, just didn't, just did feel like he could go. So we had to, we had to sit him for the second half. Is this the kind of game you said you see the identity as kind of defense first? Is this the kind of game you envision when you say that the defense are picking up the offense? Yeah, I don't – let me say this. I, I just – I don't say that we're – respectfully, I don't say that we're defense first. I want our defense to understand we're a defensive football team. That, that doesn't mean the offense takes a backseat to it. It just means that I expect that our defense is going to go win games when they have a chance to win games. And um, – There's not a lot of teams in football. There's a lot of high-flying spread teams that their defenses aren't very good, and everyone complains about the D coordinator. There's a lot of defensive teams. Like I was, I was watching Penn State or Ohio State in the locker room getting ready to go out there, and it was like 10-6 at the half, you know. So, um, you know, there's there's only a few teams that are really good at both. A couple years ago, Clemson was in the top 10 at both, and that's really because it's how you practice, how you do things, and we're working towards that. Um, But but it's not defense first. It's just that I want our guys on defense to understand it does not matter what happens on offense. Go play, like. You know, the ball was inside our 25 three times. They came away with three field goals. Uh, four, four times, they came away with three field goals. But yet, and Tristan Alvano goes out there and, you know, you talk about something big for our team. It was it a 47-yarder? Into the wind? It was into the wind, yes. That was the wind this way. So, you know, there's a lot of bright spots there that I see. That, uh, But I just want to make sure our, our guys on defense know, like, hey, if we have one more point than them at half, the game should be over. And that's I mean, that's 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 what the black short stand for isn't it so we're just trying to bring that back and, uh, you, you mentioned that maybe this was a game you may not have won earlier in the year Why do you think you were able to do that today and what what caused the maturity in your group? because you lost earlier in the year you, know, you, you you know it's not real popular say nowadays but you know if you want to if you want to if you want to you know, build a big building, you got to dig a foundation. You know, as I said, I saw a lot of teams last week that were super awesome early and they're yelling at each other on the sidelines. We went through adversity and the players got to see that the coaches don't change. The coaches got to see that the players keep coming in each week. The players got to see that we battled each other. It doesn't mean I wanted to lose those games. <laughs> it just means that, um, you know, you talk to some of the players, you know, that won, that were on the national championship team. They talk about after, you know, losing to Florida State the year before and, you know, Ed Stewart saying, hey, this will, you know, we can not never let this happen again. Like, you know going through tough times, you know, tough times create strong men. And we have a, we have a group of strong men there. And the guys on defense, you know, but they, you know, I've challenged them over and over again. What are you going to do if things don't start off well early? And they answered that call for me today, so I'm good with them. James Williams, you, you say he was on a scout team. When did you move him up exactly? Yeah, he he was on the scout team like for parts of this week. I mean, he's he's in one package they wanted to put him up. While that was the bye week, um, we've got some really good players that are redshirting and developing. It's it's going to come to fruition in a pretty cool way. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we have him and Kai Wallen, our two edge players. Sometimes on scout team, Sua, Vincent, Carroll, Jackson. We've got some really good players. As we come down the stretch, we wanted to get some of these guys in. Part of this is some of our guys. You know, they they if they didn't get here in the summer, they're just not physically ready. But now they are. We. You know, some of our, you know, we have a receiver that's put on 27 pounds since he got here in, in June. You know, and he looks great. So, um, it's a year-round thing. But he just did. You know, he's been doing well in the bye week. And then we thought this was a game they would drop back and throw it 50 times. So Tony and Terrence and them created that five D lineman package to just have five guys rush. When we didn't do it, the quarterback stepped up and made some plays. Five guys were able to kind of collapse the pocket. And then let me just say this: I don't, I don't want to be remiss. I love the guys chasing those guys down. The play that uh, Isaac Gifford made on the screen today, that's – I mean, that's – a guy blows an assignment, guy blitzes off – he has the back, he pumps off the edge. I mean, that plays out for a touchdown. And uh, that's a – that's a game-changing play that Giff made. So it was young guys, it was old guys, and with a lot of guys in between. And um, I told them, well, it ain't pretty. (laughs) Well, it wasn't the prettiest of games. It's a win. It's a win. It's a win. How far – how far has this line come under Knighton in, I don't know, nine, ten months? Um, because some of that obviously is scheme. Some of it's they're just they're just beating their guys with moves and technique and all those things. Yeah, I think the, the credit goes to the players. I think Terrence has done a good job. I think a lot of it's the way we practice. You know, we do you know we do one on one pass rush every live. We do team compete live. They get so many reps against about going against each other. The, you know, the scout team. A lot of teams, um, probably more offensive teams, like their scout team. You know, the defensive guys read a card, just kind of get beat. Our guys, we compete. James James is hard to block in practice. So. Um, you know, because we do that, we allow guys – and I think a lot of credit goes to Corey and Kristen. You know, Corey does an amazing job of lifting these guys. You know, they lift three days a week during the season, so they continue to get bigger and stronger. Um, you know, Kristen feeds them. So a guy like James is coming from junior college. You know, he's he's just – you know, he's just getting better and better and better. But Terrence is an excellent coach, and I love, love the creativity today of all the different packages that we had rotating guys in and out. What's made you – what's made you uh, want to embrace um, – you talked about – Reminding the guys about the Northwestern game a year ago that they were down, they were up 11 points and then gave it away. What, what why, why do you want to bring things up like that um, now, which seems to be maybe kind of a, of a change for you from the beginning of the year? No, no, no. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great question. Point. I don't bring things up like that as motivation, like these guys got us and didn't. I don't believe in that. What I do believe is that uh, everything that happens to us, to us in our lives prepares us for the next stage of our life. And most people, it's so painful they don't want to. They don't want to learn from it. But there's a positive application of pain. Like it was painful for my wife, my kids, and I. To go to games right and like it was painful for me to go to games and have my kids sit there at carolina and have them boo us like i'll be honest when the crowd boos here it it almost like it i kind of almost go back there a little bit like oh i I can feel myself um it's one of the reasons why i came here because i didn't want to go somewhere like that you know what i mean like what i I went through so but there's a positive application of that i've learned like you know what matt do what you think is right like if you want to go for it go for it if you're not not same thing with our players so uh, my message to them because ron ron uh, did a great job in chapel for the guys that were in chapel i just said you know, hey, we haven't played 60 minutes of, of just us playing together. Let's try to play 60 minutes. I don't know if we did because there were some, you know, weak things, but we just kind of battled back and forth. And um, I didn't bring up North, the Northwestern game at all until I think – well, I think I did brought it up in, at, at the game. I was like, the shame of the Northwestern game last year was there was a narrative that we, we lost because we had a surprise on kick. What are you talking about? That's not why you lost. You lost because they scored more points than you. And I told them at halftime, like, stop looking at the coach to make a different call. Stop worrying about the play calling. Our players got to go beat their players. And so in the fourth quarter, I'm saying to them, how often a chance in life do you have a chance to go back and redo something? Hey, we have an 11-point lead. Let's go play. And so I want them to understand that because as they start businesses and as they have families, tough things are going to happen. And I don't want them to be like the people who are victims. I want them to say, this happened to me. I'm going to use it for good. I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to move forward. So... Um, but, yeah, it's not a mixed message in my mind. At least, Mitch, you know, it's not like I'm saying, like, they got us, we got to get them. i not, not saying that. I'm, I'm more saying, hey, what, why did that happen? Because we were worried about all the wrong things. Tonight, let's just go play the next snap, the next play. Don't worry about the offense. Offense, don't worry about the defense. Let's have each other's back play together. I mean, Ethan Nation jumped in the game and played, you know, and played well. So, you know, that, that's kind of the message, if that makes sense. Anybody else? Thank you. All right, guys, thank you. See you again next week, huh? we do it again.